This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 35. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you can Hello and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture Goodfellas, 
one nightclub comic minute at a time. I am Josh Flanagan. With me is Ron Richards. I would have said one one uh, one liner at a minute, but yeah. I guess I would have mumbled that as well too. So See? my bad. Hello. <laughs> it's, it's late in the week. Uh, and with us, of course, for his last day on the show, Jeff Kanata of We Have Concerns DLC. A lot of podcasts. Slash Filmcast, right? Slash yeah. Filmcast. yeah. Just a Take busy guy. Take my podcasts, please. <laughs> 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 oh, excellent. Well I'm done. I take my podcast out, but I kept coming back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, minute 35, uh, wrapping up this week, starts with Karen's inquiring question. And it ends with a revisit from the Commandant and his key. Yes. Our favorite, the Commandant. <laughs> really looking forward to the end of this minute. So I, I like in the beginning of this minute, you know, they've just been seated. The, the steady cam shot is still going, but we're holding on them. And Karen takes her wide-eyed, watching the whole thing happen, and turns to Henry and says, "What do you do?" You know, like she's I love a, it. And and what does Henry do? He pretends to not hear her. What? He goes, "Huh?" <laughs> Believe the lie. Exactly. Yeah. And also when he said he says he works in construction and she holds his hand and says, You don't you don't feel like you work in construction, he breaks eye contact. He does this he does the look. Yeah, he does he side does the look, look he does a side look away and goes, I'm a union delegate. So he didn't look at her when he lied. Yeah. But they're not you know. good liars. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, uh, Sonny Buns makes bad choices. Yep. They're not good liars. That's what we've learned so far in this movie. Yeah. So, so he, yeah, he, 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 he lies to her, and then the, the show starts, and then he makes eye contact with her again and smiles, and then she gets bathed in the glamour again and completely forgets her question. I, I like that this is the first time that we have seen a gangster side glance all week. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's been low. The Jeff, the, the side glance is when uh, when De Niro's about to say something tough, he looks off to the side and then comes back. Nice. Uh, and, and Henry does a very small version of it here, but it's it's nice. Yeah. Makes me yeah. feel good. Do you guys think that if uh if they had just dilly dallied twenty seconds more in the in the uh parking lot or in the lobby or in the in the kitchen that the show would have started? Yes. And they right. just like inter- interrupted yeah. the show as they walked down to the no, or I did they wait for him? Did they wait for the, that that goes back to Josh's question from the other day is if they knew he was coming or not. So. They probably made an announcement like, if anybody wants to buy these people a glass of champagne, they're about to be here. We're holding, we're holding for them, <laughs> holding the show. Maybe they just knew. Maybe like he had Pauly, not Pauly, but somebody like like I'm going to go to the Copa. Tell you, tell you guys I'm coming. So they knew that one of Pauly's guys was coming. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe that's Who knows? it. Who knows? I that's like who- the line. I'm a union delegate. Yeah. <laughs> it's another one of those lines that's like music. Like I yeah. hear it, I hear him say it the way he says it. I hear whatever his cadence is, whatever you know his way of uh, enunciating it. Uh, it's just great. It is so. Uh, it just it sticks in my head. Uh, yep. it's and it's clear that she doesn't believe that, but she's okay not believing that. Yeah, she quickly forgets it when she remembers where she is. Yeah, or or no longer cares. You know, well, that, this is another one of those things that like the entire character of Carmela Soprano was based on. Exactly. That yeah. idea. I mean, the line that he gives Willing right suspension here. of disbelief. Exactly. Yeah. I've, des- I've decided I like all of these other things, so I'm going to let that one go. Yeah. You know, I'm going to just... I mean, that, it's true. Like, that whole character. And she won a lot of Emmys based literally on this one little conceit in this movie. Yeah. And I like that. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Fascinating. The other thing I learned in this minute is that Henny Youngman doesn't even try. He, like, doesn't even... There's no he, he is there's one, no artfulness in the delivery. It is he, just saying the line. Well, 
he he's one of he's one of the greats, Jeff. He is one of the the fantastic yeah. the the legends of comedy, right? No he, doubt. No he, doubt. he is quote as they introduced him in this minute, the king of the one liners, ladies right. and gentlemen, Henny Youngman. Um, so Jeff, have you ever done stand up comedy? I have not. Okay, well, I, neither have I. Josh, you haven't, right? Well, I hear I, I hear it's I hear it's hard, it's right? Hard. Um, well, so apparently, yeah. Henny Youngman's set would last fifteen minutes and would just be rapid fire one liner jokes. Well, he actually well, does take my wife, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, th- that's but, the. But he doesn't. He says, take my wife, please. He doesn't. Yeah. There's no. There's like, no, the whole joke, right, is. There's no Take comma. my wife, please. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's like, the whole joke is that you think he's saying, for example, my wife. Yeah. But there's. No, so, he doesn't even attempt the swerve. Well, because you know what? Because I think it. by this point, that's his catchphrase. Right. And well, everyone know they're waiting for it. Okay, you know? so here's so. the deal Henny Youngman is playing himself, but yes. he's playing himself 30 years later, 20 years later, or whatever, yeah. unless he always looked 80. <laughs> well, if you look at if you look at photos, well, I, I know, I know. So, so the question is: Is this how eighty-year-old Henny Youngman performs, or <laughs> is this him 50, doing 50, how he yeah, would have done it then? If he was just doing uh, some night in a club that he always does and doesn't really care about, and he comes out, he says his lines, and then he goes back. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yes, P- potentially. You feel like if if you're putting it on celluloid forever, ever, you're probably gonna do like the. The best version of that. So maybe? that makes me think then that he is doing, and this is this is again me. It's me wanting to give credit to everybody for what they're doing here. Right. That he's doing the most authentic version of that, and that authentic version of I was three sheets of the wind, didn't give a shit. I wanted to be backstage <laughs> as soon as it was over with one of those club girls, and I'm going to go and say the line. I'm going to do the stuff, and I'm going to go. They don't want to see. Me. They're that- here to see. Uh, is Bobby Vinton? No, they, they, that's a later scene. They don't. They oh, okay, don't. They, right, right. they don't reveal who they're seeing. Yeah. Okay, so. But they're still there to see the singer. It doesn't matter. He's just there. He's doing his, his 15 minutes. And You're telling you know. me that Henny Youngman is giving an Oscar caliber performance embodying all of the the heaviness and weight of a club comic who's been doing this for 30 years. He's making you feel chan- it. For a bunch, yes. of, for a bunch yeah. of criminals. Yep. Like they don't care that he's there. He's in danger for one thing. So he wants to get off That's that right. stage. Yeah, because God forbid he he offends one of the Tonys. <laughs> well, I have a, that's no, happened. I feel like, Johnny I feel, Carson was assaulted by a gangster by a because Tony. of the joke he did. But I feel like even at this point, Henny Youngman, who's been entertaining people for twenty to thirty years before the show, is respected by the audience as a great. You know, like it's like wow, we get to see Henny Youngman. Like Karen goes home and tells her mother, "He took me to see Henny Youngman at the Copa." Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, I feel I feel like there's a reverence for him. You know, and so he um, get away with it. I'm just surprised at how how he doesn't attempt any kind of artful delivery it is well, yeah. it's just say i'm you're I'm, really not going with my benefit of the doubt here you, you might uh, you, we, we should do some research and go back and look at his performances in the 40s to see if they're just exactly the same like in order for that to become <laughs> a catchphrase it had to have worked at some point right, right. It, yeah, had to, yeah. it had to have sold the idea well, that <laughs> hold on I'm, gonna, I'm going with this <laughs> steve martin stopped performing stand-up because it got to be so big that the people were just repeating the line as he right. did it and laughing at the fact that he did the line, not the actual joke anymore. Right. So if you have crafted these lines that have become famous and you're just performing them so that people can hear them, they're not really hearing them. He's definitely, you know, coming out and, and playing uh, Sympathy for the Devil. He's the Stones, okay. right? Yeah. He's just coming out and doing the hits, the greatest hits collection. I get that. I just feel like... I'm surprised that the greatest hit selection isn't attempting to actually tell the joke. He's just he's just saying it. He's just saying the words. Mm-hmm. 
don't know. Maybe that's all I, he was I need capable to get over of. It. I mean, they, yeah. they wheeled him out there like they do Stan Lee now, and they just. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Excelsior, take yeah. my wife, Excelsior. Uh, yeah. But I do, believers. Gotta, I do got to admit, I like so. So the camera pans to Henny Youngman, and that's when the steady cam shot finally ends. What now? What three plus minutes later? Right. Oh, and just and they just you yeah. think of McConkie just shaking his wrist. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. And you, and you realize the whole shot ends with McConkey on Henny Youngman, and he's like, "Oh, this old guy's got to hit his mark." You don't uh, want to get a case of McConkey elbow. That'll <laughs> that'll ruin your career. McConkey elbow. <laughs> but but I do like again. We get the layering and and with the edit where now the scene changes and we see the Air France heist, which we you know a couple of minutes ago we heard the planning of, while the audio of Henny Youngman telling jokes continues. If I yeah. finally finally a chance for me to go back to. Give Thelma some uh, some credit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the sound exactly. editor, whoever the heck that was. Like, holy cow! Like, like the, because the idea of this, you know, irreverent humor, you know, like the, you know, this kind of one-liner jokes layered on top of basically, you know, starting to commit a crime. Like, I also, that, I like you know, the idea that in my mind they went, they left the show. He dropped Karen off. He and picked up Tommy, yep. and they did that the next night, and there was no sleep between there. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. You definitely get that feeling with the way it's in the mm-hmm. early wee hours of the morning and the, the wet, the wet pavement on yep, the, air, yeah. the airport. Oh man, it's yeah, just jet fuel. At the yep. time, they would spray it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a different time. We didn't care about he was safety or yeah. yeah. And just how casual does Henry and Tommy look walking through the airport like they belong there? They're just going to pick up some. They're luggage. walking with purpose. Yeah, they're they're just going to pick up some lost luggage. That's it. Yeah, it's true. So. Oh, great. All right. Well, any other notes on this minute? Well, I mean, let's just real quick. Yeah. The Commandant. Well, yeah. Well, we got a brief shot of the Commandant in the, the commandant. In, the, in the booth. <laughs> and his, his thing is to wrap up the, uh, wrap up the key. Yep. And, uh, and we'll, there's nobody else. He's the Midnight Day Man. I don't know if you guys remember that. And th- this, this minute ends on a cliffhanger. We'll have to find out on Monday what this key does. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. So, And we assume the whole plan with the Citizen went off without a hitch at the Jade East. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. So uh, to recap, uh, the past couple episodes, we haven't talked a lot about the fucks because there haven't been. Well, there's um, been any dialogue whatsoever. Doesn't, that, he few. doesn't yeah. seem to swear in the voiceover. Yeah. No, all, he doesn't. All good, swearing yeah. in this movie is diegetic. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, if, it, if it had been Don Rickles, maybe we would have gotten some fucks. Well, there you go, yeah. Listen, so, this is a classy Henny Youngman. Take my wife, please. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, yeah, so that leaves us. So, so no fucks in this episode or the past four episodes, four, past four minutes. So that gives us our total for the week of only one fuck and total for the movie up to this point, a total of 72. Wow. So, uh, so there you go. Seventy-two I fucks. Like, I feel like the fucks in this movie come in in bursts. Waves, yeah. Because we didn't have fucks for quite a while. We weren't even averaging a fuck a minute, and now we're we're already or over two fucks a minute. No. <laughs> just uh, it's just like real life. And the we fucks just went come all, in waves. Yeah, we went yeah. a whole. This is a December song about that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Josh, take us home because it has context. So that will do it for minute thirty-five for this week. You can turn in on tune in on Monday for minute number thirty-six. We're gonna find out what they're doing. At that airport, and why that matters. Yeah. Uh, you can and check us out on Twitter. At Ron almost wants to tell you about it right now. Well, I, I wanted to. Th- I wanted to before we got into our whole little routine. I wanted to thank Jeff for joining us this this week. It's been awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been yeah. totally my pleasure, guys. This is really fun. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, so for those who are listening at home who might not know who the great Jeff Kanata is, where can they find you online? What is what, where can people keep track of you after your your moment of greatness on Goodfellas Minute? I'm gonna be over at Tony Good Guy's house. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be uh, having some food, uh, a couple of sausages, uh, some uh, some pasta. That be was delicious. Chicago. 
I know. <laughs> I, went, I went Chicago. I'm uh, at Jeff Canada on the Twitters. You can find me, uh, follow my stuff there. I have uh, lots of shows, video game show called DLC, a, uh, a comedy show called We Have Concerns, and a film show, if you're into films, like this one, over at the Slash Filmcast at SlashFilmcast.com. And all, I listen to all, all three shows, and all three shows are wonderful. So I highly Thanks, Ron. I appreciate that. Of course, yeah. Awesome. All right, Josh, you can go back to the script. <laughs> now I'm all off. I was going to do that later. I'm sorry. Don't all right, well. <laughs> Connor's going to yell at me when he comes back. <laughs> okay. So Minute 36 will be coming up. Twitter is at Goodfellas Min. Instagram and Facebook, Goodfellas Minute. You can find all of our episodes over at GoodfellasMinute.com. If you want to support the show, Patreon.com slash GFM. Or uh, you can go over to GoodfellasMinute.com slash support, where you can shop via Amazon, which costs you nothing. We just take a little taste. We like to wet our beak a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I imagine Jeff has like 100 Amazon links. <laughs> I don't. I should do that. I need to get on that. Uh, no, no, on the Amazon bandwagon, man. No, 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 don't, no, 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 don't no. actually. Oh. We'll Jeff, give you a link. We'll give you a link. You could, you if you could tweet our link to your fans, that'd be great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so if you have any questions, things of note, email us at contactagoodfellasminute.com. And if you like comic books, you can check out our sister site, ifanboy.com, where we do a comic book podcast every single week. Of course, we want to send you over to uh, our friends over at StarWarsMinute.com, the godfathers of the format, uh, where they are they're ramping up for uh, for some reason to do the Anta- the Phantom Menace. The Anthem Menace. <laughs> the Anthem Menace. Ooh, very tiny. <laughs> that, that, is a, that is a brutal, that would be a brutal exercise. <laughs> it is going to be. And, uh, minute by minute, Phantom yeah. Menace. They're doing it. They're doing it. It's not, it's so. not, it's not Attack of the Clones minute. That's going to be much worse. Anyway. Uh, the apart. <laughs> so until next week and until next time, uh, I'm Josh. I'm Ron. And uh, I'm Jeff for the last time. Thanks, guys. It's really, uh, really fun. That's your mob name, Jeff for the last time. Hey, your last time cannot over here. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up to you.